Welcome to the Mojo Market Report. Here's your hosts, Dave Sturgio and Chris Gucci. What's going on, everybody? Welcome to another episode of the Mojo Market Report right here on a Tuesday. It is Dave Sturcio. It is Chris Gucci. It is A5 Anthony behind the glass coming to you from Chop Studios. And we hope you guys uh, have enjoyed the Monday Night Football. Kind of lackadaisical, I would say. You know, nothing... Nothing crazy, nothing like kind yeah, of... Yeah, not much offense. There was no pass catching involved whatsoever. I mean, it was... Yeah, and, and it's unfortunate for, you know, the Saints who now, like I said, if they would have won yesterday, you know, I might have said this on the other show. If they would have won yesterday, they there would be a game back, if not tied for first place with the with the, with the the Bucs and the, and the Falcons. But a loss here sets them back. That's, that's rough sledding. The Ravens on the ground looked just as good as they've looked all year. Again, Lamar Jackson was without... A whole bunch of guys, you know, Andrews was out, uh, which one called uh, Bateman's, Bateman's out for the, for the year, Dobbins on the IR, Gus Bus with a wheel fell off. You know what I mean? So he had to do it with no, I don't want to say scraps because there was there was a Deshaun Jackson sighting last night, by the way. He looked like he could still run a route. So that's good. There was a stat you pulled up a long time ago. Mm-hmm. Not a long time ago, but maybe even recently when when I said Deshaun Jackson signed with the Ravens. What was it? It was like the most Explode like sixty yard or more touchdowns yeah, or something Deshaun like that. Jackson has the most touchdowns over sixty yards in NFL history. That's ins- I mean, I mean, it's not an insane stat because, but the amount of them wasn't it like twenty five? <laughs> like, like, that's absurd. You, <laughs> it's like it's like you're playing schoolyard ball. If only with this it was guy. eight years ago. Just go. You know what I mean? Like when I say hike, you just go, and, and that's what Lamar's uh, Lamar Deshaun is done. So yeah, hike, right. <laughs> so in any event, top movers from last night. Top movers. Right. We got ourselves a, again, not a lucrative market last night, but there were some, there was some movement based off of some of the guys that actually had good games, uh, starting with Kenyon Drake. Um, and I don't know how many times I've actually said Kenyon and Kenyon back and forth, but I'm just going to, I'm just going to keep going with whatever I feel at the moment. I don't know. I just, I think it's Kenyon Drake. Okay. Yeah, we're good. I've, there's been plenty of times where I'm like, Kenyon. And I'm we're like, we're all good. Kenyon Drake. So he has himself a decent night. 24 rushes for 93 yards. Scores twice. Last night, market dictates it up 3%. Um, and, and again, this was a a relief pitching effort, if you think about it, like because of the fact that both running backs are out. Justice Hill was splashed in there a little bit. I believe they had somebody else, too. There was just a bunch of guys. And I had it listed here. Yeah. Oh, Richard even got a carry up the gut. Um it, just had a plethora of running backs, and he obviously showed out when he had the opportunity. Yeah, I mean, I'm, I'm not sure what J.K. Dobbins' injury situation is like, but I'm not really um, too bullish on Kenyon Drake right now. I, I understand that he's been playing well in spurts, but he's he's also played bad in spurts, and I think as soon as Dobbins gets back, he's going to be injected into the lineup. But I think he was only a four-week, five-week thing, so Dobbins is expected back this season. Yeah, absolutely. It was not a season-long IR thing for Dobbins. He was just dealing with the same, basically just stiffness and tightness of the recovering knee. So, again, Dobbins will be back eventually, but while he's gone, it looks like he's holding down the fort uh, pretty well. You flip over to the other side, which, again, an offense run by Andy Dalton last night, and I'll just say it like this. The Saints are absolutely in the quarterback market next year. If Jameis Winston is sitting on the sidelines and he's healthy, there's a reason for that. They don't believe in Jameis Winston. They sure as hell don't believe in Andy Dalton. So based off their 3-6 and six record, you're starting to think, like, these guys might be in the top 10, top 15 of the draft next year. Maybe you start to look at a future quarterback because Chris Olave is our next top mover, and well, he's suffering. Well, I'm pretty sure the Eagles have that pick. Oh, my God. Go get your pick back, New Orleans. Yeah, <laughs> you so need the, that pick back. The Saints back. are up. 
you know, they're up against it right now as far as the quarterback position goes. And and you say Jameis is healthy. I'm not so sure he's healthy, but he's healthy enough to be the backup. If you're I don't standing think on the sidelines and you have your pads on, it's a, it's a coach's decision to me. Like, well, it's been three weeks of him standing you, on the sidelines. You side have lines. no idea. He has a fracture in his spine. Well, if that's the case, then put on the IR and go get yourself another quarterback. Hey. Because this is garbage. You're just going to stand around and just, you know, do your, you it's, know. But it's not like I Andy, love Andy, Winston, Dalton, Andy Dalton's actually played decent, all things considered. So it's I wouldn't put it on Andy Dalton's shoulders. And he's played better than Jameis Winston. But I think that's because Jameis is playing injured. Yeah. Well, I, I look at Chris Alave's night last night. We've been ragging on him. Not ragging on him. But singing is crazy. Winston alone, by the way. I know. You're a big fan of his Instagram page and his workouts and everything like that, which is again some of the funniest. I think, I think <laughs> Mojo's Twitter, which whoever runs it, bravo, kudos to you. They said last night there's only one man that can save the Saints, and it was just Jameis doing the the back and forth, the, <laughs> the whole little dance they're, they're that he was not doing. Wrong. I mean, they're not wrong. He's obviously the well, more actually, explosive. They might, they might be really wrong. They might be line. very, very wrong. Uh, but in any event, Chris Olave has a decent night. Six catches on nine targets, 71 yards. He continues to perform despite the carousel at quarterback. So imagine him with a with a decent quarterback, and Olave would keep flourishing the way he is, if, if not more. Yeah, it's just him doing a regular uh, workman's like day in the end. NFL, he, yeah. there wasn't much to offer, but he still managed to find himself uh, room in the defense to get some targets and to get some catches. We didn't expect Alave to blow up. If there was anyone on the Saints, I'm looking through it. He's really the only guy that that draws interest from me. You're not in a, on a long-term plan, Kamara, at this point. Mm. Which, by the way, new video surveillance, not not fun. He's going to get suspended yeah, I mean, at some point. I think even if I was in on Kamara, the imminent suspension is going to take a dip. So yeah. I'm, I'm out on that. Yeah. Suspension looming, no go for me. Yeah, not going to get involved there. Uh, but I will say somebody to get involved in is somebody that's offered a five-time multiplier, and that's Lamar Jackson. Star quarterback, right? Everybody's on Lamar train. A former MVP. The guy, listen. Again, the, the the air yards, the air numbers, I know I've ragged on him for plenty of times of not being an actual NFL quarterback. He goes 12 for 22 last night, 133 yards, which, again, most quarterbacks do in the first quarter of games. you know. And he threw a touchdown to Likely, so another spike out of uh, Isaiah Likely, which is nice. But the big thing for Lamar is he's on a contract year, he's betting on himself, and he rushes 11 times for 82 yards. So the guy... It's like every play. It was almost like watching Justin Fields on Sunday. Very yeah, similar. Here I am, styles. one day removed from talking about how Justin Fields looks good, but he doesn't look like Lamar good because Lamar can throw the ball a lot better. Lamar is actually regressing a little bit since the beginning of the year. Everyone was talking about Lamar's airing it out, and he was. He's not anymore. Well, you take away his best target in Andrews. Fair, that, that fair works. point. He Bateman doesn't have, was he supposed doesn't to have be many the guy. weapons. I'm going to give him that. Give him the pass there. But. He won his MVP with less. Yeah, but that's a different scenario. He took the league by storm. I think defenses and coordinators are a little more understanding on how to control Lamar Jackson. It's a, it's just it's crazy were. when he's in shotgun, and you just you just know it's a it's like an 80, 20 percent chance that he's going to take off and design run himself. Well, yeah, I mean, it's crazy. I, I wouldn't say it's that high because I, there is there is. If you looked at the numbers, there's no way that he's taking off at 80% of the time in shotgun. <laughs> I, listen, there's just a 0% chance because he only had 11 rushes. I could guarantee you that I mean, he's yes, in shotgun. I mean, yes, by math, yes. A lot. By math, I'm off. But <laughs> and that's just that's just basic math. But what I will say about Lamar Jackson is, <laughs> I almost said nine times out of ten because that's not true either. That would but, be 90%. <laughs> very good. See, I'm, we're always learning a little bit here and there on the, on the Mojo Market Report. Uh, but I will say that Lamar Jackson... A lot of the times when he's lined up in the shotgun, he's going to take that ball and run. So, again, if you're if you're banking on that, 
Go for it. The Again, five-time multiplier. Go for it. The reason why I'm in on Lamar is because if it's not the Ravens, it's going to be somebody. I do worry a little bit about the franchise tag, but I can't really see them tagging Lamar and then creating that insanity in the media, and Lamar would probably hold out and not be in camp, and that's going to set next season back. They're, end up, they're going to end up paying him anyway, so I think once he gets that contract, this, the good play aside, he's fourth right now in the MVP odds, so all things considered, He's still having a decent season. Did you see our, uh, see our boy Gino popped up in the MVP odds? I did. He's fifth. Ooh, man. Yeah, he's not going to win. Yeah, no, but, of course not. But, you know, you know it's fun. But Gino's <laughs> that dude. I, I love Gino. But, yeah, Lamar, I can't see how you wouldn't be in on him until he signs that contract. Because it is gonna, you're going to see a spike there. So maybe, like, invest in him right after the season. I would and say, then wait for the spike. Uh, no, because they're going to probably be a playoff team. So yeah, that's why, true. He might you, he might you, get some value towards the end. Do you think Lamar going to bank some value from here? On I out? do, I do. I just again, it worries me on games like this where the Saints were just porous on defense, and you know he, he did put up a decent number on the ground, but through the air, it's just like eh, it's not there for me. But it's a good segue uh, talking about quarterbacks because today, imagine this. I know we live in a world now where we want to talk quarterbacks here on the Mojo Market Report. Why? Because those are the guys that got the most. Uh, uh, what's the word I'm looking for? Validity? No. Viol- vi- Volatility? There you go. How about that one? See, Chris is on the money today. Uh, but the quarterback market is always, you know, lucrative, right? And we've always looked at a lot of the up-and-coming stars and guys that have been either drafted this year, Trevor Lawrence, Joe Burrow, guys, you know, like guys like that. Not drafted this year, but I'm saying young quarterbacks. We're always fo- focusing on that. But how about we take a look at some of the plays that you could possibly do right now and going forward on the Mount Rushmore of quarterbacks in the Mojo Market Report, okay? Right now, there is a top dog, and his name is Tom Brady, right? Tom Brady's sitting there um, with uh, the, the biggest share price in the game right now at $172 a share. He's got a 15-time multiplier to go long on him, 10-time multiplier to go short. Technically, right now, if you were to slap that 15-time multiplier over the last month, Brady's down 10%. Um, when you look at his career as a whole, um, it, it's it's a different story, right? I mean, it's all now the Mojo Market Report, basically the Mojo Market is dictating that this is the end of the road for a Tom Brady, you would think, well, right? yeah. Uh, could you do me a favor and pull up that other graphic and then read off to me what his future is? Future is $5.19. And then look at what his average bank per season is. That isn't there. Oh, fourteen seventy six. Yeah. So the market looks like they think Tom Brady's going to retire after it this season. It seems to be. So it's it's his twenty third year. <laughs> right now, it's a tough play for me on Brady to short him because the market says that they're going to probably. He. It looks like he's going to retire now. The the play on Tom Brady would be: Do you think he's going to he's going to exceed his market projection for the I rest think, of this season? I think right now with Tom Brady, the way he's been playing, which again, couple couple weeks ago. Or even a week ago, I was telling you that it's over. He's washed. It's over. And I still, I'm firmly behind my views on that. I think that Tom Brady last week showed us that he played a very bad LA Rams secondary outside of Jalen Ramsey. And even Ramsey, who had a couple good plays, kind of didn't was missing in action on that last drive. And Brady could still lace it. Don't get me wrong. Look, bro, I don't care how old he is. He could still throw the football, right? Okay. But what I'm saying is it's not all there. He is regressing tremendously, and the team surrounding him isn't as good as advertised. So what I would, my play on Brady, I'm leaving it alone. Like, I'm not getting in now with this massive price. I'm not slapping any multipliers. I am just leaving alone the GOAT. If you think that there's a chance that Tom Brady comes back next year, I think that there, it's not really a, a, 
dangerous investment to put some money on Tom Brady because if you look at all the career bank value, the floor is very high right. on him. So if you just take the multipliers aside and you just played him straight up, which I wouldn't recommend that, but there's not much of a risk there with Tom Brady because not, if he does retire, up, you're no. going to lose maybe a couple percentage points. That's if he doesn't out, uh, outplay his market projections for the for right now. If you got in on him now and he just puts up four monster games, you'll make some money on Tom Brady. I don't think Tom Brady comes back. I don't think that he just because he had a game-winning drive that Tom Brady all of a sudden looks good. Look what he looked like for 55 minutes of that football yeah, game. Yeah, exactly. They didn't have much offense. So if I'm going to make a play on Tom Brady, just judging by the Tampa offense, I'm going to short him. You're short and Tom I would Brady. use a multiplier on it because what are we doing here? 10-time uh, 10 multiplier on a short game right now. What are so. we doing here? If we're, if we're playing Tom Brady and you're not using multipliers, I think you're doing it wrong. Speaking of using multipliers, there's another uh, goat junior, I guess. Like, you know, I consider him one of the best throwers of the football that I'm I've so ever seen. I'm tired of that line. Why? Uh, he throws the ball very like, well. Yes, yes, I understand, but it puts it in like a – it's like Tom Brady's the GOAT, and then I, you're trying to give Aaron Rodgers his flowers and say, oh, but he's the best throw. Tom Brady's the GOAT. Aaron Rodgers is lost five in a row. We're I'm bitter. We're breaking news right now, okay? We got Chris Gucci over here telling you that Tom Brady's the GOAT. Did I not? I don't think I've ever heard that out you, of his mouth. You have 100% heard that. <laughs> anyway, we're talking I about Aaron Rodgers here as the second guy that we want to talk about because, again, just based off of the way the season's playing out, right? And and like I said, right now, his season stats are not fun. Um, 14 touchdowns to seven interceptions. Not Rodgers-esque at all. Um, right now... He's down over the last month. He's down 2.4%, which again, if you use that 15 time multiplier because of the fact that he's not going to move much without it, you're down 31%. So I'm sorry, 37%. So it's not the best play right now. And based off of what I see from Aaron Rodgers, just the eye test alone, it just, it just seems like he's, he's lost out there without an, a true number one. He's trying to make stars in which back in the day, which was a Wednesday, he was able to make stars. Jordy driver guys like that he made those guys just if they were good they were great because of the guy who was playing around Cobb Devontae Adams yeah, guys like that. he's these, got these nobody guys like are that all consummate pros and while Rodgers did help make them great they were w way better than what he's working with now but not at first you know what I'm saying like not, these guys weren't like gangbusters off the off the rip they just well, weren't I mean, I mean in in 2009 they had Jennings <laughs> driver did you but did you Jordy. expect Greg Jennings to be like this all-star? No. Yes. Yeah. You're a Packer fan, but, so maybe but, you were excited Jennings, about it. But, but. but when Jennings, when Rodgers started, Jennings was already established. Like, Brett Favre and Jennings had a connection. Yeah, but... He was already a pro All right, player. fine. But I'm saying, like, even the younger guys that came up with Rodgers, and Look, when Rodgers just, started, like... I think, I think that there's is, a misconception that Rodgers didn't have stars around him at the receiver position because they never drafted a first-round pick. But in any given season, when you have a Jordy, a Jennings, a driver... If they drafted a first-round pick with the way their defense was looking at those times and their O-line at those times, it would have been a bad pick. It's just recent when they drafted Jordan Love when they could have drafted T. Higgins. That's when I have issues. Yeah, so right now it is it is an issue for a guy like Aaron Rodgers, and if you look at his career numbers on the mojo market. Shout-out to Jordan Love, by the way. Yeah, he's on he his way. He might be a buy. Yeah, he might be a, a get-in-now type deal. But right now, if you're looking at Rodgers' market, over the course of his career, again, that draft stock fell. I mean, he was waiting in the green room longer than anybody else that year, and he's up 506% over his career. So, again, he's made absolute cash, right? When you look at the future value here, Chris, do you think that just like Brady, 
Is this the end of the road for Aaron Rodgers? And I know you're about to say he's got 50 million reasons why he shouldn't, right? Like, but here's the thing. He's actually he, got like 150 million reasons right. why he might play two more years. Right. But here, years. here, if I'm if I'm the GM of the Packers, am I am I like, look, if the, is this team gonna suffer because of the fact that this guy's digressing well, we, that we much? We just got done watching Drew Brees hold his team hostage for years. Well, we that's watched not Big fair, Ben you hold don't his team hostage it. for years. So I'm not sure we're gonna see the same from Rodgers. He's definitely a unique cat. Right, we could agree to that. Hundred percent. He might be the one guy that does leave a hundred million on the table just to go host take, mu- take mushrooms. And I don't think he, I think the hosting Jeopardy days are over. Yeah, think, no, no shot. I think he at wants that, to huh? go on a retreat into like the Pacific he could Northwest. Be the third guy, it would be McAfee, Hawk, and Rogers. But, Every day I'd watch but do, that. 100%. Do you know what I think? Dave, sure. What I think what? that Rodgers, while I'm on the fence about this because I've gone on record and said I, I think you could short Aaron Rodgers confidently. You'd be up 24% on a 10-time on a short multiplier yeah, think, over the last month. I think watching Rodgers in this pressers after the game and seeing how it's almost like blasé to him that they're losing, I don't think he doesn't care that they're losing, but I think it's, it's part of football, and he's finally realizing, like, look, I'm not going to win every year, but I am getting paid handsomely to be up here. And I think there might be a part of Rodgers where he – he feels it's like his responsibility to to prove to the public that he isn't a bad guy and he's going to take all these young guys and work. And really, in reality, it's a selfish move on his part because he's stunting <laughs> Jordan Love's growth and he's holding the Packers hostage. But he's going to spin it, and I'm going to be all over it. Yeah, I'm going to be are. all about yeah, it. Yeah, you are. That Aaron Rodgers <laughs> is going to be the tutelage and the coach and the mentor that all these young guys need. Yeah, they're all going to be singing Kumbaya, sitting Indian style in a, in a and carpet. In, and in vintage John Elway fa- fashion, Aaron Rodgers wins two straight Super Bowls. This to one's cap for his John. Career. Right, yeah. I, nah, we'll see. Look, we'll he, see, he might be on the same stuff that Rodgers is on if he thinks that that's the case. Well, well I will say. <laughs> Hula that, that or whatever the hell it's called. But, but it's, the market kind of agrees with me that it's 50 50 right now if Rodgers is sure, going to play next yeah. year. If he comes back, we're going to see a bump. If he doesn't come back, it's going to be a sell. There's no doubt about and it. Unfortunately, Mojo was able to break the news yesterday, or at least you know piggyback off a, a couple of reports that Romeo Dobbs is now out for four to six weeks. So who's who's stepping up? And I will say this. It is a crucial point in the Aaron Rodgers-Jordan Love saga because Jordan Love is entering his fourth year next year. Mm. He's on his rookie deal, so they can give him an option? option for a fifth, but do you give an option to a, a fifth-year option to a guy that you have not seen play yet? I think in this case you would have to. Well, guess what? You're gonna have to give him some time to show you that he's worth a fifth round option or a fifth Thanks, year Dave. option. That's the Thanks. whole point Back of this me, conversation. Dave. So yes, the <laughs> the that does worry me a little bit because I'm sure while while Jordan Love is speaking one way towards the media, you know, in his heart, he wants to be playing football and and he wants to prove that he's worth that second contract. So a little precarious situation working in Green Bay, but as Love a it. Packer fan, I want Rodgers to stay and and I want him to. Win two more Super Bowls. Much like Tom Not Brady gonna. before, as far as his career and his championships and his accolades and everything that made him the GOAT, I think I have an, uh, my eye on one Patrick Mahomes as the next guy. I will say real quick, though, <laughs> if you are shorting Aaron Rodgers, double down and, buy, and uh, go long on Jordan Love. That's a given, right? Because it's the quarterback of the future in Green Bay. And we've seen the movement And we've seen the movement on what happens when a guy gets named the starter. If he gets named the starter in Green Bay, that's going to be an epic day. You understand how that's going to play out, yes. right? The media is going to be all over it. It's just going to be a buzz. I think you might see a significant uptick more than you saw with a Sam Ellinger. Yeah, oh, 100%. Maybe not because Love has some expectations, but we'll see. But we'll see. But Patrick Mahomes is my guy, okay? I got in on him uh, just a little bit ago, um, and, and not, not that long ago. So it wasn't like he was one of my first buys, which I wish he was. Um, since I bought in on him, I had it written down here. 
Uh, where was it? Pat Mahomes has had a good month. We'll see. He that. has an absolute good month. He's up 150% if you slap the 15-time multiplier on him. I bought him at 119. He's sitting at 131, and that was only a couple weeks ago. So he's had himself a significant spike and significant performance over the last couple of uh, couple He actually weeks. has taken over the number two spot. He has. Rodgers was too, market. and then bang, uh, Mahomes jumps over him. Um, like I said, this guy right here is your Amazon, your Tesla, your, your Apple, all this – the stocks that are guaranteed to just continue to rise. Well, Mahomes is the guy. Well, he is. There is no There's, such thing as a guarantee. Right, but, but yes, in my it mind, is, it is the most safe because all of those stocks are down right now. <laughs> <laughs> all these stocks you're talking about you know not what? doing no, good. Listen, the, the, market is down in, the market, market. The market is down market. in general right now. So yes, but yes, yes, I agree with you, Patrick Mahomes. He's the safest bet. Yes, in and, football right now, and every week he's just—he's a Houdini type player. He's fun to watch, and uh, he's the guy. He's the guy, um, and he's going to be the 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 top dog when Brady retires. So that'll be the guy that everybody's chasing on this mojo market is how, who can get to be yeah, who can be got, the next. We've gotten used Patrick to Mahomes. seeing the, the Aaron Rodgers and the Tom Brady at the top of the mountain, but in a year's time, at least two years' time, no no longer than that, we're probably going to see it's going to be Mahomes and Josh If Allen. you look at this we'll guy's career, check it, bring it up, man. Look at this. Over his course of a year, again, he was traded up to get, all right, and this was Pat, right? No, I'm sorry. The Bears actually traded up to go get uh, Mitch Trubisky over Patrick Mahomes, so that'll be the old chip on the shoulder for the rest of his they life. They may have traded up to get Mahomes. Though. Maybe, but anyway, 392% over the course of his career. The future value is is where it's at right now. It looks like 87.67 on top of what he's already made. It's like, dude, the future projections for Patrick Mahomes. It might look. I understand the. I understand the um, the 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 Super Bowl accolades and the bonuses you get and the multipliers for those Super Bowl accolades, but. Will he win as many as Brady? Probably not. Um, would I look at him, his banked value already? The guy, it's his career ain't going nowhere. You know what I mean? Like, and Patrick Mahomes seems to be the guy yeah. forever. And we could we could buck the notion that Tyreek Hill leaving was going to make uh, Patrick Mahomes a worse player. It does. It did do a couple things. Like they're twenty. Patrick Mahomes right now, out of all the quarterback quarterbacks in the league, he's twenty second in air yards per attempt. Which isn't interesting. That good. That's interesting. It's not that good. But what you see is you see him in second in total EPA per play. So it doesn't matter. Just Pat Mahomes is that good. He spreads it around. Which receiver is the best over there? Obviously, we don't know because it's Kelsey. there's a there's a there's a there's a difference between each and every one of them. Like big body guy Juju, right? Speed guy Miko well, Hardman. What Juju's not big. He's I mean, like based nine. off of I, I'm, I'm talking about stature. Like he can draw attention like a tight end almost. Um, and then I look at Travis Kelsey, who's probably going to wind up being top tight end forever going forward. But Mahomes is fun to watch. Somebody I'm kind of iffy on, and that's that's Justin Herbert. Okay, I understand that he's up there right now, ninety two fifty nine. He's had himself a tough month, and if you think about it, it's ever since he broke all them ribs. You know, like he had that injury. It seems to me, just looking at what he's done in the past month alone, my my decision on him is not out yet. Like, I, I don't know. And maybe it's coaching. And maybe it's the fact that Keenan Allen's been hurt and now Mike Williams yeah, is hurt. That's and what like I was going to get to. Yeah, I mean, look, he's, he's, he's dealing with the same thing Lamar's doing with nobody to pass to. But, I mean, let's think about this for a second. Besides Travis Kelsey, Patrick Mahomes is making Juju better. He's making he's making Miko Hardman relevant. He's making an entire running back department in that, in that organization relevant. Justin Herbert has a hard time doing it, and he's got a guy like Austin Eckler to just dink and dunk. And I would do that until the wheels fell off until you get your stars back. 
It's just it's been tough sledding for Justin Herbert, and that's make me kind of pump the brakes just a little bit. Yeah, I, I agree that Herbert hasn't quite lived up to expectations. Not yet. Going I mean, into the season, they were picked to maybe contend for a Super Bowl in the AFC. They've had a, a ton of injuries, not just on the defensive, on the offensive side of the ball, but on the defensive side of the ball as well. True, true. So they're running through a couple issues there in, in uh, L.A. But all things considered, in what everybody expected to be one of the toughest divisions in football going into the year. Indeed it it's is. It's not. Um, <laughs> but they're 5-3 and three with all the injuries, and I could really – confidently say that the reason why they're five and three right now outside of the fact that Austin Eckler has played well in the red zone but it's Justin Herbert right so they're five and three they're heavy in the thick of things and it's because of him I understand that the numbers aren't great but who is he throwing to I mean, the numbers are okay it's not like Justin well they're not great no, I didn't right. say that they were bad right so they're not great they're average but there's definitely room for improvement as Keenan Allen gets back as Mike Williams gets back and that offense starts humming along I'm not a fan of the head coach and I think they're going to win enough games over the course of the next couple of seasons to keep him around for a while. And I think that's unfortunate because I do think it will stunt Justin Herbert. But Justin Herbert is just way too talented to keep down. This guy is going to get opportunity after opportunity. If you see a couple bad months here or there out of him, he's here to stay. Look at the size of him. Look at his athletic ability. If the Chargers don't want him, <laughs> I'll take him. Right? Let's bring Ju Justin Chris Herbert. Chris will adopt him. Come actually. on. Like, everybody's in uh, on Justin Herbert. What I will say is this is one of your favorite graphs, and it's the stairway to heaven with it's him, It's not right? my favorite graph anymore. Not anymore. This because is the if you look at that little dip, that's when I bought him. <laughs> that's right now. That's what, right when I bought him. Thanks, guys. No, I did make some money on Herbert because he went I got out on him. I actually sold my stock on Herbert. Well. Um, but over the course, he's got a nice future value. He's banked a little bit. He's only been playing a couple of years, so everybody's understanding where he's at. Um, but, again, Justin Herbert, to me, you got to show me a little something-something going forward for me to actually completely buy in on the, the on your stock going forward. Again, if you nailed him last year where he's just – obviously, if Mojo was around last year and he has a great career year, then sure, you're going to go nuts because he's still a kid. But, again, when you look at Justin Herbert, who is offering a 10-time multiplier, I did that, and I, and I didn't do well. You know what I'm saying? So, right now – Herbert's going to keep moving. Yeah, timing is everything. Though. Yeah, it is. Because it is. he's been as high as, I think, like 97. Mm -hmm. I think that there's significant room for growth because he's had a couple down weeks. If he has this one week with 400 yards and four touchdowns, we might see him spike up significantly. So I wouldn't say, oh, Justin Herbert's on his downtick. No, I think there's things that are brighter for Justin Herbert going forward. While a lot of teams will be playing their home games in terrible weather, Justin Herbert's going to be playing in sunny California. Yeah, and that's true. And not to mention, we talked about the injuries. These guys will get back healthy. I think Justin Herbert, we could settle down, hold Justin Herbert if you have him, and maybe consider buying the dip and going long and uh, using the All of it. All of it. Just no, do no, it no. all. No. <laughs> Proceed with caution. Yes. Because – you know, he's a younger player and there is some risk there, but I, I can't say getting in on Herbert without a multiplier. Like if I'm doing it, I'm using the multiplier. Yeah. And I'm I, certainly not shorting the guy that's on his way down right now that I believe is definitely better than what he's played over the last month. Okay. Uh, some breaking news as of yesterday, after the Jets uh, beat up on the Bills and, and got that game done, there was some news that Josh Allen uh, has maybe suffered a little bit of a significant injury. Uh, dealing When you're dealing with the UCL, you said it yesterday to me, you know, UCL equals Tommy John, equals that's, that's big news, man. Uh, right now, if you looked at his 24-hour chart, which I did this morning, People are starting to panic a little bit, and I think that people are starting to sell his stock because of the fact that if he, if there's something wrong like that, I want to say no matter what, 
he's going to miss a couple weeks. I, I think at the very least, you got to shut him down. If you think the Bills are a Super Bowl contender and they're going to continue to play their playing offensively, they it's not like they have this cushion because they don't anymore. The Jets are a half game behind. The Dolphins are a half game behind. So they might have some catching up to do if they go without um, Josh Allen for the next couple weeks. So it's, it's definitely worrisome. But I will say this. It's interesting. As we look at Josh Allen, we'll talk about Josh Allen more in a second. But just keep your eye on Case Keenum. Reason being is that Case Keenum probably is a short play. He's going back to Minnesota to play the Vikings with Stefan Diggs on his team. And they're both Bills. And they were both part of the Minneapolis Miracle. Very interesting to see this. But I don't think they're going to fare well if Case Keenum is in that game. So keep your eye on Case Keenum. Well, I think, I, I don't know, man. I mean, you think, like, well, let's just say... Even if they don't fare well, A, if Case Keenum gets named the starter of that high-powered offense against that porous Minnesota Vikings secondary, yeah, I would say that's that true. Case Keenum I did like be, I did like all the uh, Washington play. Commanders players last might week. That's true. Actually, you know Case what? Keenum might be a with that secondary and um, that history and all that good but stuff. But Josh Allen, like I said, it's something to monitor for his, his his future. I'm talking about just going forward. When somebody like that, just look at a pitcher in, in baseball. Coming off Tommy John is not the fun thing. And I'm not saying that's, that's going to happen. Okay, so all these quarterbacks we're talking about, Case Keenum is probably the best buy right, <laughs> right now at right the moment. Now, yeah. I'm not even kidding. I yeah. think I'm going to go... You're gonna do no, this right I'm not now. Do it right now. But I tell you the right now, it's not open yet. Twenty five, so right? Twenty five dollars, I think, is his stock price. So Case Keenum's has some bank value. He's got the miracle in his pocket. You know what I mean? But that's about a, it. Put a hundred thousand on him. Right? <laughs> it might, listen, I'm not saying it, but I'm saying it. You know Look, what I mean? That's that's almost how I'm gonna start playing this and be like, I'm gonna dump my bank account on one player and just say. <laughs> Uh, go long on Case Keenum. And what, that one player should be Case Keenum. Today. Yeah, why no, not? I'm kidding. I am not But doing that. as far as Josh Allen's concerned, we all have seen what he's done. I think that he's going to be a tremendous quarterback going forward. Uh, this injury aside, it might halter this year in particular. But going forward, they've lined him with some tar uh, from talent over there, from the Stephon Diggs. Gabe Davis has emerged. Dawson Knox is serviceable. Like, they they have a nice little offense. Once they get that running game going, which, again, they made some moves at the trade deadline. I don't know how much that's going to really significantly move them in the running back department. But their offense will be good. The Bills are a good team. Get in on Look, Josh Allen. I'm, I'm worried about Josh Allen's elbow. Get in on him. But I would be hesitant at the moment and wait yeah. until these, these uh, tests come back. Yeah, because the, there the, could be a situation where Josh Allen, and I hate to say this out loud hmm. because I'm not trying to – I don't even believe in this stuff anyway, but <laughs> – I don't want. I think that Josh Allen. When you hear UCL potential, it's not fun. You know, like that could be surgery. Not good so, times. Not good times. All I right. know that they're going to keep it hush in the meantime. How about a guy over the last month? He's up five point five percent. So if you had his ten time multiplier, you'd be up fifty percent right now. And that is Mister Joe Burrow. Um, again. You lost Chase. He looked like he was lost a deer in headlights last week. Nobody understood what was happening. He didn't know where to go with the ball. But then he's like, oh, yeah, wait, hold on. I got Joe Mixon right next to me, so let's feed this monster. And he did. And just because of that, his performance improved greatly. Joe Mixon went off. So did Joe Burrow. And technically, especially in the market within the last week, he actually went up. Um, Joe Burrow is a guy I would definitely get involved in because it seems to me that at least for the next four years, you're going to have the combination of a Jamar Chase and T. Higgins, right, on your team forever. So, or, well, four, four years at least because they're both drafted. I think Higgins I think was drafted Higgins, a year before. I think Higgins, but I, I think that they're probably going to end up trading Higgins, honestly. If I had to guess, Oof, ah, yeah, because they're not going to be able to pay both those guys. And if you pay Higgins first, well, we which saw, he's going to be due first, we're seeing it in in L.A. Keenan Allen and Mike Williams both make a twenty mil. You know, so we're seeing that the, it's possible. Okay, now, but not always the so case. So 
what you're going to see in Cincinnati. <laughs> they're cheap. <laughs> they're a cheap they, organization. Well, they really well, that that first, they're definitely a cheap organization, and second, twenty mil is Keenan Allen, Mike Williams. These guys would be forty and forty. So, <laughs> so T Higgins and Jamar Chase a couple years later. Yeah, I'm like, the, like with the age that they're at, Jamar Chase is going to get the highest, the biggest deal ever a year after would, Justin Jefferson gets the biggest that. deal ever. So yeah, I would agree with that. But Joe Burrow is somebody that I'm going long on. I'm slapping the ten time multiplier on Joe Burrow. Um, I, I firmly believe that this dude is is that dude, and he will be Joe Cool the rest of the way. I, I think. Yeah, I mean the offensive He's line. Been to a Super the Bowl. offensive line was aside. They made it to a Super Bowl last year. I think that they caught lightning in a bottle a little bit. I'm not sure they're that team this year. They're not going to steamroll the AFC the way they no, did. No, no. But I've been up and down on Joe Burrow, and then when I look at things at the midway point, I I think that it's time to be up on Joe Burrow. Last year at this time is when they really took off. Take a look at his year. Uh, bring that up, and uh, his year. Um yeah, last year at this time is when they really took off. Yeah. Right now he's sixth in EPA per play, which means that. Just, uh, he's that dude, you know. He is. All things considered, with no Jamar Chase, the offenses looked really bad, then really good, but they looked really good more recently, albeit against a bad team. That defense in Carolina isn't nearly as bad as the offenses. So, regardless, an NFL defense, you drop a 40 burger on them. That offense is humming right now. I want to see more consistency. And, like I said, last year we saw it down the stretch. Hopefully, he could turn it around and be a lot more consistent now going forward. But and somebody yeah, that you. Uh, I'm buying on Joe Burrow. Of course. Somebody you begged me to put on this show is Jalen Hurts. <laughs> so Jalen Hurts has made me the most money over on the market. I did. He was one of my first investments early on. As soon as the market opened and they said, hey, can you do me a favor? Can you go make a trade today? Right? And I'm like, sure. Who's it going to be? Jalen Hurts was my guy. I slapped a multiplier on him. I've made money on Jalen Hurts. I will continue to make money on Jalen Hurts. Have you seen that schedule? It's it's very, very, like, very unfortunate if you're a Dallas Cowboy fan like myself who sees that, where's the loss? Or, Where or, is the or, loss? Or very fortunate given the fact that you have the exact same schedule. I mean, we don't. Minus one game. It's That's a big game. Eh. What if we lose the division by eh. one game? It was that one game. But anyway, Jalen Hurts is playing all world right now. His rushing ability is just phenomenal. They give him A.J. Brown as an extra weapon, and Devonta Smith was coming on at the end of last year. So all of a sudden, your one-two punch, plus a very, very good tight end in Dallas Goddard, plus a very, very good running game when you splash all three guys. The Eagles' offense is going to be something to watch going forward. But what I will say about Jalen Hurts is that if, if Mahomes is your guy with the established, banked, Super Bowls, all this stuff, this might be your next Mahomes. Yeah, I don't want the Eagles to win any Super Bowls going forward, but I will say they give him a really, really good chance. The defense is good. That team is great. And, again, when I watch the, the coach, I want to, you know, but – He's doing well, you know. So that yeah. whole team as a whole is, is, I'll is very good. I'll take my flowers whenever you're ready. When I said Sirianni's a really good coach, you're going to see that, no. and he is. No. We could clearly see that anyway. now. Anyway, um, that first press conference aside, though, of yes, course. exactly. You got to. I, I brought that first Tua in, I mean, I brought Hertz in here because I wanted to highlight a couple things about these quarterbacks. I think Hertz. We talked about this yesterday. Maybe Hertz and Tua. Are, va are vastly undervalued. And mm -hmm. I think that we can insert Geno Smith into that conversation as well. Because as the guys that we talked about, outside of Justin Herbert, and we talked about the fact that he had injuries to his offense and things like that, his all his uh, metrics are down a little bit as far as 20, uh, yeah, 21st in, or 18th in air yards and 15th in team DVOA for passing. Those things are... Everybody else that we talked about outside of the two that we first talked about with Rodgers and Brady, which we know that they're at the tail ends, so their metrics aren't really lining up. 
but the Mahomes, the Josh Allens, the Joe Burrows, all these guys are in the top five, top ten of nearly every passing metric that I'm talking about. And the names that I keep pop, seeing popping in there are the, the Jalen Hurts, the Tua, and the Geno Smith. These guys are in the top five of nearly every single major category. And then when you factor in the fact that Jalen Hurts could run the football as effectively as he does, mm. I just can't see why he's not being mentioned with the Josh Allens, with the... He's in his third year. He's mm -hmm. on a high-powered offense. They're young. They're all locked up for a little bit. It's not like they're going anywhere. The offensive line is good. The head coach is young and good. I'm not sure why Jalen Hurts' stock is so low. Is this is his third year or second? It's his third year. I thought he was a rookie last year, but anyway, I, I could be completely wrong. You, if you could double-check that for me Actually, quick. bring up his thing because it'll say it right on his, yeah. his cover, actually. So, third year. Yeah, okay, so I'm Jalen wrong. Hurts, I just feel year. like he hasn't been there, but anyway. And, um... I just don't see why he's that low. I understand Tua because he has a little bit more work to do to a degree. I mean, I feel like they've been starting. To a degree. <laughs> now that I think about it, maybe they don't. I think Tua is the, probably the, the least nah, You missed my whole dad joke. There. I did get it. You got it. I, and you just I, I can't probably. It's you too just, early and we're up against it a little bit. <laughs> we are. We have to wrap this one up. We but do. Yeah, some of these quarterbacks that we talked about get in on them, but the ones that I just mentioned with the Hurts, Tua, and Geno, I mean, these guys are just vastly undervalued, and I think that – Maybe not so much Geno, but the other two where mm. they're at in their career, year three. Okay. I think that they're just they're gonna be in that conversation as Rodgers and Mahomes, I mean Rodgers and Brady leave, those two guys will be in the top five, top ten. I'm of feeling the Mojo I'm feeling some sort of way that there's there there's a seventh year quarterback that wasn't mentioned at all in this. And yeah, you my... asked me why we didn't put him in, and I said, Well, Dave, <laughs> go look at the market. Yeah, I'm talking about my boy Rain Dakota Prescott. Um, but anyway, we won't talk about him because we've run out of time. If, if you gave me an hour, two hours, I can go on and on about why yeah, you this should long-term investment. I'm leaving out a ton of quarterbacks that I would love to talk Listen, about. Listen, right we now. got a whole week of, of content coming your way as we're in week number 10. So do us a favor, follow Mojo. Get yourself involved with Mojo. You can follow us at Mojo on Instagram, Twitter. TikTok. You can join the Discord at Mojo. Those are the ways to communicate with everybody. Head on over to Mojo.com to uh, read all the in-depth analysis before Monday Night Football, after Monday Night Football, before the, 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 the next week. There's a bunch of writing over there. Go check it out. Believe it or not, people still like to read. So I know I do. So head on over to Mojo.com. And of course, for Dave Sturgio, Chris Gucci, this has been another episode of the Mojo Market Report. We'll see you guys tomorrow. Hertz, Tua, Gino, done.